verses 21 to 28. So if you want to open your Bibles and follow that, Matthew 15, 21 to 28. Jesus left Galilee and went to the area of Tyre and Sidon. A woman from, from Caden lived near Tyre and Sidon. She came to him and cried out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. A demon controls my daughter. She is suffering terribly. Jesus did not say a word, so his disciples came to him. They begged him, send her away. She keeps crying out after us. Jesus answered, I was sent only to the people of Israel. They are like lost sheep. Then the woman fell to her knees in front of him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their owner's table. Then Jesus answered, woman, you have great faith. You will be given what you are asking for. And her daughter was healed at that very moment. Thank you. Long time no see. Here we are, can you see me now? Who said no? <laughs> ah, Dave Granger. Join me, we join join me in prayer, please. Father God, as we come to listen to your word this morning. And Lord, after we have had such a, a great time of worship and, and singing and praying together, I ask, Lord, that you would continue to open our hearts and minds to all that you have for us this morning. Help me to be mindful of my words and allow your spirit to speak to each and every one of us this morning. Amen. Well, folks, uh, I'm speaking this morning from Matthew 15, 21 to 28, the faith of the Canaanite woman. And I've called, titled my sermon, A Faith That Won't Fold. You've probably seen that in the, in the bulletin. And I guess throughout the centuries, there's been countless examples of people who have stood firm in the face of adversity. And sometimes I wonder how they actually do it. People who overcome huge obstacles and perhaps, I guess, situations that might have reduced others to tears. And with, I guess within our Christian tradition, we might refer to these folks as giants of the faith. And if we go through the pages of God's word, you can certainly find many examples of giants of the faith. People who have that great faith. People who have persevered and are determined to keep going. But you know that the inspiration for today's message doesn't come from those giants of the faith that we read about in God's word. It comes from a conversation that I had with a, a very good friend of mine who over the past three to five years has experienced just untold tragedy which makes me stop and think about how I would do it. And this lady is a Christian, and you don't know her, you've never met her, you probably won't, 
but she just stands firm in the faith. And I'm amazed, constantly amazed. And I certainly don't need to draw your attention to any particular event or circumstances in the world uh, around us today because there's just far too many to choose from. Things that might be happening overseas or even closer to home. But either way, there, there are those things that put our faith to the test. And yet, over the years, there's been times when I've found it difficult to trust God. Times when I've been under pressure and I've felt like giving up. When I've been desperate for God's help. And if you can relate to that, then I guess I'm in good company. If I had a, a central point for the sermon today, I think it would be that God is happy when my faith holds up despite the pressure. And in the passage that uh, Tara read for us, there's three major barriers or three obstacles that this woman has to overcome. First is that she's a woman. And as we know, in that period of time, women were considered no more than property. They were given very little regard. Second, she was a Gentile. And up to that point, salvation had not been offered to the Gentiles. And that's what Jesus meant when he said he was sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Gentiles weren't even on the agenda. And she was a Canaanite. And the people of Israel didn't like the Canaanites anyway. They were the pagans who lived in the promised land before Israel arrived. So they were discriminated against very early in the peace. And yet this passage is about great faith. The great faith of this Canaanite woman, this woman who has experienced all sorts of discrimination and, and stress and pressure. And she is the only Gentile woman in Matthew's Gospel that is healed. And she's the only person, Jesus said, had great faith. So think about that. And again, compare it with the five times that Jesus reminded his disciples of their little faith. And for them to hear about and witness this great faith is such a powerful learning experience for them. So what can we learn this morning from this woman's great faith? Well, first of all, in verse 22, it's clear. This woman has a faith that is desperate for God's help. And desperation leads to strong faith. But the story doesn't begin with us knowing about her great faith. It begins with us knowing about her desperation. And often this is where our great faith begins. And you've all heard the saying, desperate times call for desperate measures. Well, this woman, this mother, she was desperate. She knew what stood in her way. She experienced discrimination and rejection with the disciples because they wanted to send her away. But she says, and the disciples said, she keeps crying out to us. She's making a scene, but she's not put off. She keeps going. And we have no way of knowing exactly what was wrong with her daughter. But more importantly, whatever the symptoms that the daughter was suffering, her mother was desperate for her daughter to be healed. And her desperation led to hope. Not in the medical remedies of the day, and she may have, who knows, we don't know what she might have tried, 
But her hope was in the God of Israel. Her hope was in Jesus the Messiah, God's chosen one. And this hope led to faith without shame. What about us? What do we do when we are desperate? When we're crying out for help? Maybe, maybe we don't cry all that loud. Maybe we don't want to stand out. Maybe we don't want to be scrutinised when it becomes known that we are followers of Jesus Christ. This woman lived out a faith that came from having nothing to lose. She approached Jesus and the disciples and she cried out. She screamed out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. And there were so many cultural biases that she ignored. And she had the faith of a desperate mother. So I think we need to ask ourselves, does our faith, does my faith rise out of a confidence that Jesus is the only one who can bring meaning to our lives? That Jesus is the only one who can bring true emotional and spiritual healing? Or is our faith simply a casual thing that we do because this is what's expected for followers of Jesus Christ? The great Christian writer E. Stanley Jones said that faith is not merely us holding on to God. It is God holding on to us. So this mother's faith was desperate. The second thing we learn is that she, her faith was determined to get God's response. In verses 23 through to 25, Jesus did not answer a word, so his disciples came to him and urged him, send her away. She keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me. Jesus doesn't say a word. Just complete silence. And on the surface, it looks like he's ignoring her. And the disciples certainly wanted to ignore her. But she persists. Lord, help me. And you know, some, again, sometimes I wonder if some of our greatest lessons in our faith journey are learned when God appears to be silent, when we are desperate. And over and over, this woman cries out to Jesus for mercy, but nothing, nothing but divine silence meets her calls for help. You know, all of us, I think without a doubt, all of us want to be listened to when we speak. And I hear countless times in my counselling room, I just wish he or she would listen. I just wish they would hear me. And yet, you know, in my life experience, nothing stings more than being dismissed. Or you come away from a conversation that you expect to have a dialogue, a two-way conversation, and all you get is a monologue. And you feel like your message is falling on deaf ears. It's not getting through. So here was a lady feeling in the depths of her soul the desperation of her, mother's, her daughter's situation and crying out to Jesus, she's met with silence. 
And you know, I find this interesting and challenging for us as well. You see, the silence of Jesus certainly tried her faith, but it didn't conquer it. It didn't stop her. She persisted. And I, I wonder, I wonder too, as I was putting this together, I wonder if there was a purpose in the silence of Jesus. You know, was Jesus wanting to really develop and strengthen this woman's faith? Well, she certainly wasn't discouraged by the silence. She kept going. And it's at this point that the disciples start to get a little bit uncomfortable, as we read. She's making a scene. Can't we just get rid of her? Can't we just, I don't know, if she was in a room, you'd shut the door and lock her out. And, you know, Jesus' response seems to be to the woman rather than the disciples' plea to get rid of her. And he simply says, I was sent to the lost sheep of Israel. So not only does this woman have a faith without shame, she has a faith that has no fear. She's not afraid of, of Jesus. She's not afraid of the disciples who are, you know, making out that she's crazy and that she should be sent away. What does she do? She kneels before the Son of God. She's got nothing to lose. So she asks again on her knees, Lord, help me. Is that the kind of utter devotion that you and I have? Or are we afraid or at the very least reluctant to approach the throne of grace because we might be told no. And someone once said, a little faith will bring your soul to heaven, but great faith will bring heaven to your soul. She was determined. And you know, finally, from this story, we see this woman's faith was distinguished by God's response. As I just read, verses 25 to 28, the woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. And Jesus replied, it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And a daughter was healed from that very hour. This woman's faith, this woman rather, revealed a faith that just didn't fold. It wasn't going to be turned back. A faith that wouldn't quit. She bows at the feet of Jesus. And Jesus engaged her in a, a strange but short conversation. And everybody around them, Everyone around them knew the meaning of that conversation, even the woman herself. Jesus said, look, it's just not good to take the blessing that's meant for Israel and give it to the Gentiles. But the woman replies, Jesus, Master, you are right, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the Master's table. So basically she's saying, Lord, I know that your blessing is so great that I'll gladly take the leftovers and be satisfied. And that's when Jesus confirmed her faith, distinguished it, it stood out. Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her, pardon me, her daughter was healed. So that's the end of the story. 
That's the end of that little passage there in Matthew's Gospel. In the next section of chapter 15, you see Jesus feeding 4,000 people. It's like he's moved on. But did Jesus remind the disciples after that little incident or engagement with that lady, did he remind the disciples of his previous words that we find in chapter 7? Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. You see, the disciples saw this great faith that was embodied in this woman's desperation. And a faith that didn't fold under pressure, a faith that boldly approached the throne of grace, the Son of God, and received the blessing it was seeking. Do we have a faith that won't fold? Or do we have a faith that gives up when we're met with silence? The disciples left that place having experienced a faith that was desperate, a faith that was determined, and in the end, a faith that was distinguished by God's response, the healing of this woman's daughter. And we see that as we journey on in the, in the New Testament, you see that over the many times that we have as a, a church journey through the book of Acts that this is the, exactly the type of faith that was displayed by the disciples who then became the apostles with the power of the Holy Spirit, a faith that was determined and desperate but distinguished by God's responses. Friends, that's the faith that we are called to imitate right throughout life's events. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the gift of faith. We thank you for those people that you have given us through your word, Lord, that are wonderful examples of perseverance and determination. Faith that won't give up and hasn't given up. But also, Lord, a lot of us would know and maybe have even experienced those times of desperation when we have called out and met with silence. It's in those moments, Lord, that we ask that you, through your Holy Spirit, you would strengthen our faith, that you would give us just that touch of your presence with us in all that we might encounter throughout our days. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to worship this morning. And thank you for your presence with us through Christ our Lord. Amen.